Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Faux Real. I know it's been forever. I've been really slow on releasing new episodes this year. Oh, boy. Well, let me tell you, it takes a lot of time and a whole crap ton of money to produce this show. To produce a quality show, which is what I want to bring to you on every single episode, and it just takes so much effort uh, and not it just it just takes a whole lot to put this together so i know i've been really few and far between episodes over the course of this year and i am really going to uh be stepping it up several thousand notches over the next coming months i've got some huge things in order i know i always say that um and it's always true because i always have new things that are coming up more wonderful and amazing guests. You won't believe who I have coming up and coming on. It's going to be super awesome. So don't turn that dial, baby. Um, okay, now I want to I want to deep dive. I want to um, uh, put on those swimming caps. I want to jump right into something pretty serious here. Uh, I've talked about this before, especially with... Um, most recent guest, uh, Judah Holiday, that I've had my own fair share of depression, large amount of anxiety. I have paranoia in my anxiety that all these things are going to go wrong before they even happen. I think about it all the time. When I'm uh, recording with a guest, I'm worrying about the words that I'm saying and I'm jumping ahead and I have all this anxiety going into all of the art that I put together because of course I'm a perfectionist and I want it to be right. I want it I want it to be pinpoint on the dial. I want it to be perfect. I want it to I want all of the audio for this show to sound pristine and crystal clear. But unfortunately I only have the not unfortunately, just it's just uh you know I only have so much financial availability. I can only use the equipment that I have available. Right now, I am recording on my roommate's Blue Yeti. I hope that it is making the audio sound really amazingly fluid and crystal clear. I'm trying something new. I like to do that from time to time. And uh, I hope I hope that it sounds even better than usual. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So in the depression department, uh, excuse the, uh, the large, the uh, blistering noise coming from the trucks and large vehicles going by. Ah, the wonders of recording outside the studio. Anyway, some moments, some days, some years, it's hard to find a foothold in this world. I get it. I feel you. There are people and organizations out there who want to help. I want to help, okay? I know you've heard it all before, because I certainly have more times than I'm willing to admit. But sometimes there's just too much shit to deal with, and you need a person to listen. So, I'm here to help. If you are having one of those days, or weeks, or months, or years, where you feel like, 
gum that's been eaten by a rhino and pooped out onto a pile of vomit on the sidewalk outside a graffitied 7-Eleven. Listen, I have been there. Send me a DM on Instagram and let's chat, okay? Let's talk about it. I may not, I, I may not have great, uh, I, I may not have wise advice to give you, but I've been there enough times to be a shoulder, okay? Only you have lived your story and only you know the pain that you're going through. I have no official certification or uh, <laughs> documented qualifications in psychology or otherwise, but I've been through it, okay? So if you if you need a shoulder, reach out. I'm right here. Throwing that out to all of you. There it is. Um, and now, with any without any transition at all, let's move. Uh, let's move into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. I I feel like I need a uh, someone to throw in a sound effect there. <laughs> I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. I will be returning to the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride this year for an all-new month of screams and spine tingles, the likes of which you've never experienced. I had an awesome time last year playing both Charlie Manson and the Boogeyman, eliciting the most blood-curdling terror from thousands of guests, including armchair expert podcast host Dak Shepard, Anna herself, Kristen Bell, master dry humorist Fred Armisen, Russian doll Natasha Leone, Wild Horse Mary Holland, and so many others. This year's event will be the biggest and best there's ever been with more monsters, demons, ghouls, and terrifying thrills, all with an 80s theme centered around the mysterious and haunted world of darkness that is Midnight Falls. Tickets are now available at, for all Halloween dates from September 28th through November 2nd on LAHauntedHayride.com. Check that out. I also recently got to mix it up with the weasel himself, comedian Polly Shore, on his podcast, Random Rants. Polly is just, he's, he's a delight. Uh, I will say he is a bit abrasive sometimes, but it was sure a lot of fun. Polly brought me on to essentially observe the run of his show to see if I might be able to, you know, take over when his normal producer is away. Um, however, I was honest with him and I'll be honest with you. The system that they use is just something that I'm not nearly familiar enough with to be comfortable editing on the fly for an entire show, especially on any regular basis. But while I was there, I was thrown right into the fun and you can be sure chaos did ensue. So check that out. You can hear the regular audio podcast everywhere, um, everywhere podcasts live and the full video episode on Polly's YouTube channel. So uh, yeah, the episode is called Once Upon a Time in Pollywood. Ha <laughs> uh, So make sure to check that out. And uh, listen, if you leave a comment that you were sent there from the Faux Real podcast on the, on the YouTube page, uh, send me a DM of a screenshot of your comment, and I will follow you back from both the show account and my personal page. So uh, incentives! And now, seriously, I swear to all goodness, without further ado, let's talk about this week's episode. Listen, uh, 
things happen. They happen a lot on this show, which I'm going to talk about at length in the bulk of this episode. My guest on this episode was supposed to be the wonderfully phenomenal Libby Ward, someone you're for sure familiar with as an avid listener of the show as she's made a number of appearances as my first officer, joining me for conversations with Danielle Pinnock, Caroline Kepnes, Sujata Day, and Michael Bloom. She is a multilingual author, writer, and incredible artist, including having created the fantastic logo for this very show. And best of all, she's my very good friend. Unfortunately, after listening to the audio of our entirely engaging conversation, and let me tell you, it really was, it seems that an ugly audio distortion troll clubbed its way into the entire audio track, and as I do not have enough money from this show to hire a professional editor, <laughs> sorry guys, I was simply unable to salvage it on my own. Despite all of that, as the old adage goes, the show must go on. I'm still going to plug her new children's book uh, because we talked a lot about it and I want to tell you all about it right now. We're going to talk about it again when she is back on the show and the audio doesn't blow monkeys. Um, her amazing children's book is called Luchador Mice, which she created, wrote, and illustrated all herself, all in crayon. Guys, I have never seen a children's book like this. It's full of so much fun and imagination. It speaks on togetherness, understanding, friendship, all while using Spang uh, Spanglish to convey its story. And also, um, it, it's, just, it's just very vibrant all the way, all the way through the book. You can find the book at all the places books live online, but it would benefit Libby and her work the most. Hang on just a second. I got to click through here on something. Hang on. There we go. Um, it would help Libby out the most if you pick it up directly from its official site at luchadormice.com. When you do, please please tweet Libby at Sneaky Varmint and tell her you heard about her incredible book right here on Faux Real. Okay? Speaking of Twitter, and as you'll uh, hear again during our conversation when, uh, when, when she comes back on the show, uh, Libby and I co-run a hashtag game every Friday night called Sneaky Fridays. Uh, we do that from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific every single Friday. It's always a great time and one that you don't even have to leave your house or even your chair to join in on, okay? Uh, we play in conjunction with hashtag Roundup. And it's totally free, free of charge, the best, the best kind. Oh my, I said without further ado and then just kept going. So now it's really time for the show, okay? Since I was not able to have Libby on for this, this episode, I am going to present an episode I call Secrets of the Show on which I'm going to share with you, my dear, dear listeners, some of the insanity that goes into making this show and <laughs> some very embarrassing and uh, secret stories of the guests I've had on or almost had on. Here we go with an all-new episode, finally, of Faux Real. 
Hit the music. This show has been my baby since uh, 420 <laughs> of uh, 2017. And um, it's just, it's really been an incredible wild ride. It's been a roller coaster, a whirlwind. It's, uh, it's given me a platform to discuss some very serious subjects and have a lot of laughs and talk with some very, very cool people. And, uh, but boy, I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, it really has been wild. I originally recorded at the legendary Nerdist Studios upstairs at Meltdown Comics, which most of you are aware of. It was one of the coolest it was one of the coolest places to do anything, especially record a podcast in a studio where um, a lot of, you know, great comedians record their shows. Pete Holmes and, uh, and Janet Varney and just a, a whole list of awesome people used that space. And I'm, I'm really glad that it's part of the legacy of the show. Unfortunately, of course, Meltdown closed now i think it's it's been over a year ago at which time i moved next door to the ruby theater a little black box feminist theater uh right beside the building where meltdown used to be and um it's been really good recording there but <laughs> i've i've had some trials and tribulations <laughs> recording in that space because it well well let's 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 start it right off here um so the very first time that i attempted to use the venue i didn't really know how to go about booking it <laughs> because for whatever reason the information that i found online uh was still in process of being transferred because the the Nerdist School that was also inside Meltdown, which is what became their their podcast studio moved from the Nerdist School into the Ruby. And the, uh, I believe it was the head engineer at the time, I emailed his address at, none of this is important. Moving on. Anyway... <laughs> Um, yes, this, this entire episode is just going to be a, a giant tangent. That's the whole, it's the whole damn thing. Uh, I hope you stay with me. I really do. Um, so the, the very first guest that I booked for the Ruby was the cast of a show called Nobodies on TV land. Let me tell you, if you guys have not seen this show yet, I don't know where you can find it anymore. I don't know that they have it on. Uh, I don't know if they have full episodes up on TV land or not. If they do, you have to check out this show. It is absolutely motherfucking brilliant. Um, it's uh, it's produced by Melissa McCarthy based on a 
semi-true story of how this script was written for her to be a part of, but um, <laughs> because the stars of the show, Hugh Davidson, Rachel Ramirez, and Larry Dorff, are friends with um, Melissa's husband, they went to him first, presented him this script to try to get Melissa on board. And even though she did end up being on board, it was it was a whole thing and uh, excruciatingly uh, embarrassing uh, and just, just really a lot of fun. And uh, the show is wonderfully written. It's all written, produced. It, it was created by the stars of the show. Uh, and uh, every episode, they, they, they write every episode, they star in every episode. And uh, Melissa is in and out of many of the episodes. So you know Melissa being involved at all. It's going to be hilarious. Hugh, Rachel, and Larry are all just freaking comedic geniuses. Seriously, they, they really are. They're all genius. So anyway, <laughs> I had them booked. What was really exciting about having them all booked is that they were all booked at the same time. Usually when I seek out a really wonderful show and I and I do this a lot. I watch something there's all this freaking content. There's all these great shows that are that are appearing on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon all the time. They're they're always just upping their own game and coming out with these wonderful shows. And I watch all of them. <laughs> Because I'm just a freaking pop culture junkie, as you all know. So I like to watch everything at least once. I like to watch it at least the pilot of the episodes. And uh, I'll usually watch two or three episodes in to get a full feel of it. To You know, because sometimes the pilot of a superb show is just crap. <laughs> and it takes them two or three episodes in to really get on an awesome train. So... I will say of this show of nobodies, they hook you from the first five minutes. It's it's freaking hilarious. Uh, it's just stupendous. I wanted all three stars on the show, and I I was crossing my fingers nice and tightly that they would all do it. And in a in in just what I thought was an absolute miracle at the time. They all said yes. Their publicist said they are very excited to do this. This sounds like fun. They're really interested in the show. Uh, and I was just over the moon. I was so looking forward to chatting it up with all three of them. And really, I had, I had written like two full pages of notes. I watched every single episode. It was, it's one of those shows where I started watching and I marathoned both full seasons within, I don't know, it was like within a day or two, right before I was uh, uh, gonna, like I had already started watching it, which is why I reached out to them. And then uh, I marathoned, I marathoned the whole damn thing. <clears throat> and I had all of these notes to ask them, all of these little little tidbits about the show and their characters. And I was really, I was really stoked about it. But then, <laughs> oh boy. So I 
I emailed the head engineer and I was outside the studio waiting, 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 waiting some more. And he was texting me that he was in traffic and uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's a different, uh, that's a different story. <laughs> tangent, tangent. Uh, I will, I will come back to that. But in, in this, uh, um, so I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And meanwhile, uh, Hugh, Rachel, and Laura, uh, Hugh, Rachel, and Larry all show up uh, in a car together. They all get out. We shook hands. I met their publicist. Everyone was very nice. Uh, they were they were all excited to go in and record the show and we kept waiting and waiting and I'm trying to get in touch with the engineer and uh, I don't have a key for the door so we can't get in <laughs> and I was doing everything I possibly could of course to to keep them entertained but this is my first time meeting them it was very awkward <laughs> and uh finally they they did that you know their their publicist essentially said well they have other places to be and you know we'll don't worry about it everything is fine we're we're gonna pick this up at another time knowing and and i'm i'm not a freaking idiot like <laughs> i know that she was just being professional whatever uh so of course they got back in the car and left, and uh, that was the end of that. <laughs> I only got the time to talk with them that uh, was the, the 10 or 15 minutes that we spent outside the studio trying to get them in the studio. Let me say this. I want to... <laughs> I want to say in all of this that... Uh, this has nothing to do with the Ruby. This is not their fault in any way, shape, or form. I, I'm, uh, I'm an idiot. I will, you know, <laughs> I make mistakes. I, there was no way for me to know that the email that I thought I was, I had, I know a lot of you were asking like, well, didn't you get an official confirmation? Didn't, yes. I received a confirmation through the Nerdist School email that I had been sending to, but I guess it was an automatic scheduler confirmation from the website, which is what I was emailing, and that didn't turn out to be the correct email. Uh, he has a different email, and I just, I thought it was all okay, and it wasn't, and uh, so we didn't get to record the episode, unfortunately, which really blows because... I I just really wanted to talk to them. I, I think that would have been pretty amazing. Um, and TV Land was already familiar with me because, like, uh, because I went over to the um, Viacom Studios to uh, to have the cast of um, of teachers on, and that was just amazing. Unfortunately. <laughs> In that episode, I also had some uh, 
pretty significant audio issues. Sorry for all the people that listened, that tuned into that episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. The, uh, all of the, all of the wonderful, um, actors on that show, the Katie Dids are all amazing and wonderful. And I, I had so much fun speaking with all of them. Unfortunately, the, the situation was I am, I am still learning guys. <laughs> I am still learning all of, uh, the various audio equipment and, patching things in and what I what buttons I should be pressing and what buttons I shouldn't definitely not be pressing and uh, I had an external mic plugged into my little recorder device that I used while I was at Viacom that day and uh, it just I should have used the recorder as it was instead of recording uh, instead of plugging in the external mic and it just didn't flip and work and so on this episode, uh, if any of them are listening, I am uh, so grateful and uh, thankful that all of you took the time out of your very, very, very busy schedule to come on and do my show. Thank you so much. I will do better next time. So that was the Nobody's Cast. A... <laughs> Very similar and equally unfortunate situation happened with comedian Eric Griffin, whom you all know from Workaholics, and I'm dying up here on HBO, and um, all of his just freaking kick-ass comedy specials, he, uh, since being on my show, started his own kick-ass podcast called Riffin' with Griffin. If you haven't heard it, you have to check it out. He has the most amazing guests on. He had Tiffany Haddish. He had Bobby Lee. Uh, he's just kicking ass in every way, shape, and form in his comedy career, in his career as a whole. He is an amazing dude. Here is what happened with Eric Griffin. <laughs> which unfortunately was very similar to the situation with nobodies. I had booked the Ruby. I had absolutely 100% made sure that I did book it. As I started to go into before, while I was describing the nobody situation, what, ha what had happened was <laughs> I, I had the studio booked. I had the engineer ready to go, but the engineer got caught in traffic Eric showed up. He was very chill and very cool. We started striking up a conversation of what conversation we could because, again, this was our very first meeting. <laughs> it was, uh, I was trying to make it as not awkward as humanly possible, even though I, I had never, I'd never met the dude. I mean, obviously, I, I respect his work. I know a lot about, uh, about his projects, although... <laughs> I'll get to something about that in a minute. But so he shows up and oh man, uh, <laughs> we were, I, I, I was just doing everything I can to try to start a reasonable conversation. And he spied a uh, smoothie place across the street he said, you know what, man, I'm going to, you know, I should not try to do him because every, every voice that I, I try to impersonate, um, random people on just, uh, goes awry. Anyway, so he saw a smoothie place. 
He said, you know what, man? I'm going to go across the street to get a smoothie. <laughs> he could tell I was sweating. He could probably see the physical sweat, like, dripping <laughs> down my face in nervous anxiousness. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't want to keep him outside. So he goes across the street to the smoothie place. And it's taking him forever. I mean, it's just, this is the longest, most involved smoothie in the entire universe. And uh, <laughs> I thought, well, this is great. This is, this is really good because he's going to be over there, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. I'm like, the longer he takes, the longer I've got to stall and my engineer will show up and everything will be a-okay and it'll be great well um it got down to a point where my engineer sent me a text saying listen i'll be there in five minutes almost there and eric said i'm listen dude I, i'm so sorry i gotta be at another thing you know tapping on his invisible watch <laughs> and uh he he was gonna he was gonna bug out and uh just as in as in a moment right out of a sitcom, my engineer showed up, unlocked the door, we went in, <laughs> and I would love to say it was a smooth transition <laughs> into the episode, uh, but I gotta tell you, like, Eric, Eric is on his game. He's a, uh, he's a no fucking around comedian, and he started ribbing me right out the gate. It's like, man, so this is, this is how you treat comedians, huh? You just uh, you just keep waiting, keep them waiting outside forever until they can't take it anymore, and then uh, they just <laughs> they tell you, "Well, see ya, I'm out." Uh, and and he very nearly did. God bless him. But uh, uh, he is a professional. He is he is a kind, you know cool dude and he stuck it out he came in we did the episode he ripped me for about <laughs> the first half of the episode i mean if you've heard it then you know uh he did uh lots of not so gentle ribbing and then uh and then we talked about all things mcu for about the next 30 minutes of the episode guys eric uh, I want to say, Eric, uh, thank you so much for 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 uh, sticking in and uh, sticking in. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not a thing for sticking around and doing the show. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I had I had a damn blast with you. I hope you come back on the show. Uh, I I am uh, I I think. Riffin with Griffin is one of the coolest things. Uh, it's it's one of the best podcasts out there, and I'm really really happy for you. So thank you. Moving on. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Uh, are there any of you still listening? <laughs> um, let's talk about Wheeler Walker Jr. Wheeler Walker Jr. is a. Um, how do I put this? Um, a well he's a country star he does specifically intentionally uh hmm 
I won't say offensive. Uh, he is uh, he's a no-holds-barred comedian and singer. And uh, he, uh, he has some pretty outlandish music. You should check out his music videos. You'll laugh your freaking ass off. I was uh, I was watching some of his videos, and you know, I mean, you know me. I love I love parody, and I love comedy music. I just love it, love it, love it. And uh, so I'm watching his music videos, and I thought I gotta have this guy on the show. I just I gotta talk to him. So I set it up through all the proper channels. I got in touch with him, and uh, once again. This was a situation where I was trying something new. I decided to use this app that a lot of podcasters use successfully, I will say, called Ringer, R-I-N-G-R. Uh, and I did, I, I guys, <laughs> I swear to you, I troubleshot the app. I did a bunch of test recordings before I did the real thing. I I called up my friend. Uh, I, I had my Dustin do a test run. I recorded a bunch of audio before I ever went forward. I thought everything was was right on and checked. And I mean, I double and triple checked everything. However, when I got Wheeler on the other end, this will throw you for a loop. Everything went as planned. <laughs> Everything sounded great. I had my headphones in. Uh, he said it. He had everything right on his end. I had everything right on my end. I thought we did an entire episode. He even performed a couple songs for me live. It was awesome. <laughs> However, after I ended the episode, I stopped the recording and I went back to check it. It was all shit. It had recorded about 45 seconds of usable audio and the rest was absolute trash. Just absolutely unusable. I tried, I, I went on Facebook forums, I watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials, I'm going through my editing program, trying to figure it out. Nothing is working, it is just, unsalvageable. There's no way that any of this audio can be used. And so then I had to make the very awesome phone call to his rep to say, listen, I am so sorry. This, uh, this audio is totally bunk and, uh, I'd love to talk to him. I I'd love to try this again, but, uh, that was a no go. It was just a no go. And unfortunately, uh, Wheeler has not been on the show and, uh, I listen, I, I really hope that maybe, you know, uh, five years from now when um, uh, when his camp is listening, maybe tomorrow after this episode comes out, I won't I won't push it so far in the future. Maybe uh, maybe they're listening. Who knows? Uh, then uh, they they will take pity on this this uh, poor this poor noob <laughs> trying to figure it all out and get it all together. And maybe Wheeler will be back on the show. But until then, uh, unfortunately, it just didn't happen. 
I'm going to pause here for a second and thank all of you that are sticking with me. Uh, I'm just, I'm just riffing here. This is a totally, uh, I won't even say improvised. I'm just, I'm just rambling. I'm just, uh, I'm just talking here. I, I want to tell you about all the weird and wild stuff that's happened in this show. Um, there's been just some total insanity. That's why I like to say, especially when I'm, when I am interviewing guests, listen, I don't know what's going to happen on this show. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know where the top of what topic of conversation is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. Who who knows? But I enjoy the hell out of making the show, and uh, I I really appreciate everyone. Okay, enough of that. Let's move on to the to the next story. Now I want to talk about the phenomenal comedic duo, Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher. You know them as the co-hosts of the incredible podcast, Guys We Fucked, now on Luminary. It's on Luminary, guys. These these two are just killing it. And Christina and Corinne being on the show was one of the coolest, most awesome miracles of my entire life. I still don't know exactly how it happened, their publicist reached out to me, and let me tell you, as I've said on this show before, I love pitches. <laughs> I love so so many reps uh, out there will tell you they freaking hate pitches. They hate fielding them. They hate when they receive them uh, because they get so many of them, and they just have to swim through all of them, and it drives them absolutely crazy. Let me tell you, on this show, I love pitches. I love them because it's less work for me. Honestly, it really is. <clears throat> and sometimes I get freaking phenomenal pitches like Christina and Corinne. They were sent to me. Um, they were getting ready to bring, they were getting ready to do a show here in LA they had already been, I mean, they've been doing Guys We Fucked for a few years now. They co-wrote a book of the same name. So they're co-authors on top of all their other amazing success. And it was just a huge thrill to get that email in my inbox that they were like, their rep reached out to me and said, we'd love to have them both on the show. And I was... I was just, uh, I'll, I'll say this again, I was over the moon and I truly was because I am very much a fan of Guys We Fucked. I am very much a fan of each of them. It was really just an extreme pleasure to have them both on. Now, of course, this is where it goes off the rails. They showed up, first of all, and I found out that they... they had been waiting in the Nerdist School studio and I was actually recording in the Nerdist studio, the, the regular Nerdist studio upstairs, and the Nerdist school studio was downstairs. I thought they were late, and they were actually early. They had been waiting for a few minutes downstairs, which I didn't know, and uh, so I had to first retrieve them. So they were already admittedly a little bit thrown off by, like, you know, what what is happening here? And then they were on the show, and... I've listened to that episode back a number of times. I think perhaps 
they thought it was something else. <laughs> I, I am not sure uh, what exactly they thought. They were a lot of fun. They were super, super chill. Very, very nice. I apologize for this goddamn truck beeping across the street or wherever it is that is invading my audio. Once again, gotta love recording outside the studio. Please continue to bear with me. Uh, I really, really loved having Christine and Corinne on the show. They were lovely and amazing and wonderful. But as you will hear in that episode, if you go back to listen to it, I think they were a little confused as to what exactly I was about and what the show was all about. And to be totally honest, I, I wasn't nervous per se, but I was, I think, admittedly a little intimidated. I'm so overwhelmed with, like, I don't want to say it was like any, any like hero worship or celebrity worship or anything like that, but I respect them so much that I think I just had a lot of, okay, I'll say it, I was nervous. I, w- I was nervous. I have such a, oh, and here we go with a freaking siren. Ay ay ay. Okay, let's just uh let's just hold for the siren. Yes, I'm keeping all of this in. I'm not I'm not editing a damn second of this. This is this is all uh this is all going in. Great. Okay. So I just don't think that they really knew what to think <laughs> about me and I really hope that they enjoyed their time on the show. I really hope they had fun. It just seemed like they were a little confused. And that is totally okay because this show is totally random and you better believe so am I. So Christine and Corinne, thank you so much for uh, joining me. I know I said that on after every single story, but I really am thankful. Uh, thank you both. And I really hope you join me again for another episode and we'll get it right that time. And now for a story that's truly one from the vault. It is supposed to stay in the vault. I am not supposed to unlock this vault. This is something that I probably shouldn't talk about, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. So I very nearly had Patricia Richardson on the show. The episode was recorded. It was scheduled as a phoner, one of the very rare phoners that I do. I don't like doing them because I really enjoy, I'd rather have a guest in studio next to me because it causes a lot less problems that way i can have the engineer change things on the fly when it's a phoner it's very it's a lot harder to fix issues that may arise after the audio is listened to later anyway so i had this phoner scheduled with patricia richardson there was an event that she was coming from directly before we were supposed to record. This was another episode where I had my first officer, Libby Ward, in studio with me (laughs) on an episode that she remembers well. Patricia called in. We had an entire conversation. It went pretty well, I thought. And then after um, the, the episode was very briefly released. There were a number of things that Patricia had an issue with, and that's not to say that any particular thing within the conversation was bad or 
it wasn't really a matter of any technical glitches glitches or audio issues it was more just the flow of the show um she felt like as i feel as i feel like so many times on the show as i was just talking about in the beginning of this episode i really want to present the very best that i possibly can not only in audio quality but in conversational quality in all the things that go into making this show great. And there were a few things that she was just uh, not, not to say concerned about, but just, uh, um, you know, that she didn't feel it was the best that it could have been. I agreed and decided to, uh, you know, I, I respected her request that uh, that the episode be be uh you know uh taken down and uh she's gonna come back to the show some someday it's you know uh she will definitely return and i can't wait to talk to her because she's just a splendid a splendid wonderful human she was uh she had a lot of amazing things to say and i'm really glad that i got to have that conversation with her and uh you know sometimes shit happens and as you've heard throughout the uh throughout this episode in particular shit happens all the fucking time it really really does uh you know um there is so much to coordinate between recording at the studio and the audio equipment and making sure the engineer is in place and the guests are on time and once the episode is recorded then you have to make sure that there's no audio glitches that make the show unlistenable you've got to go in and make sure that it's tweaked and all that kind of thing and it's just you know there there are all the things that go into the production of a show i can't uh that and this is just an audio show (laughs) that's nothing to say of a full-on television series that's that's produced um and all the things that goes into that uh, even a web series at that, which, um, you know, that's that's one of the reasons that I opted, you know, after sitting in on Polly Shore's podcast and observing all the things that go into it, he, he uses, his producer uses a system called Sling Studio. It's very fluid. It's, it's you know, if you're an editor, it's very easy to use. I observed it. I I got what was going on, but I just simply don't have the expertise. Uh, I don't have the specific expertise to take on a project like that. And so I, you know, I just uh, uh, opted not to move forward in that capacity. But hopefully Polly will uh, join me as a guest on this show someday. Polly, if you are listening, I'd love to have you come out and and, uh, be a guest on the show. I, you know... I really had a blast on your show, and I think we could have a lot of good laughs together. So, guys, wow. Thank you so much for joining me on this wild, <laughs> just uh, super tangent episode. I really appreciate all of you. I really, really do. Wherever you're listening from, whether you're here in the U.S. or in Argentina or Australia or uh, South America, where I have seen, I have a few listeners, which is really cool. I thank you all so much for tuning in. In the coming months, there will be a much more 
together schedule. I'm going to be releasing episodes every week like originally planned in the beginning of starting this show. And uh, it's it's going to be, once again, you won't believe the guests that I have coming up. I got I have some really amazing shows. Meanwhile, please check out the latest episode of Polly Shore's Random Rants. You can check it out on audio, all the places podcasts live, and the video version on his YouTube channel. The name of the episode is Once Upon a Time in Pollywood. It's episode 104 of his podcast. Please join Libby and I in our hashtag game Sneaky Fridays every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please, uh, if you're in the L.A. area or you're going to be coming through the L.A. area for the haunt season this Halloween, definitely check out the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride. Again, you can get those tickets on lahauntedhayride.com. Please, please, um, definitely, especially if you're a parent, you've got little kids, you have to pick up Libby's book called Luchador Mice. Check that out on the official site. It's luchadormice.com. Please, uh, you can you can pick it up there. And uh, thank you so much for joining me on this really random episode of Secrets of the Show. I might do a, another one of these again someday. For now, this is probably a one and done. <laughs> Uh, I am going to have a full clip show coming up very soon. That's going to be coming out before the end of the year with uh, not only some uh, some of the most amazing clips from the entirety of the show, but uh, some added added bonus, an added bonus guest or two or maybe three. We shall see. Thank you again. And as always... See you on the next one. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one. Bye.